0: We have Lee Harrington, the man who brought us the Harrington Principle. The Harrington (laughs) Principle called Eat My Own Fat. It's a pretty cool thing. I think of, like, Pac-Man when I hear that. All right. We're here. We're ready to go. George, my co-host, George Chandler, he and I have been thinking about some of the most um, impactful ways to get to you, to stimulate the idea that no matter how bad your situation is, You can be healthy you can do it even though you're aging how you doing george i am well how are you doing d i'm only doing fantastic we have a guest and i'm sure people are wondering who's this dude who's the dude down there man who's the white dude looking all davenire with the salt and pepper and all that stuff well i want you to know we have a guest today who um for me i don't know him i read through his blog and stuff like that he's got some great sayings He's like Mike Tomlin of the Pittsburgh Stars, he has a lot of great sayings, a lot of isms. And most of all, what I think I like about it is, he's fearless, he, didn't, he was not afraid to tackle some of the most challenging um, things for a human being to challenge when it comes to your health as you're aging. So um, George, if you would do us the honors and introduce our guest, since you do know him, and he's one of the people that has inspired you to take the leap, the leap into being fun, fit and fasting. And on top of it, a part of the ketogenic family, uh, Genesis family. So talk to us. Introduce our guest, Lee Harrington. Yeah. sure. So before I do
1: that, to quote Mike Tomlin, the standard is the standard. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, you know, in, in that vein, uh, I've known Lee got to be close to coming up on 20 years. So we, we go to wow. the same church, but uh, I followed Lee and his blog for a while now, and it's very inspirational. The thing I love about Lee is the fact that he is so authentic, so genuine, and really truly has a heart for helping people. So I thought it'd be a great idea to have him come on and share his story, Um, you know, get his blog out there because there's a lot of great things uh, to uh, glean from that. So uh, Lee, why don't you just kind of share what your journey has been like and uh, we'll go from there. Cause I know we got a lot of questions that I'm sure your readers or readers are listeners want to uh, hear and learn more about you. So take it away, sir.
0: And before you do, I want to give the, a backdrop for him to help him with this. So not that you, not that Lee needs help, right? Um, <laughs> no, Lee <laughs> doesn't need no help. Lee needs no help. But for for our listeners, I would like to ask you a question or two. And one of them is, t- first of all, tell us. It's not even a question, it's a statement. Tell us a little bit about, OK, why healthy eating and, and living? What, what happened in your life? And if you're not, if you're comfortable with this, what your age is and sure. why now? What, what happened to you?
2: So, uh, great question, by the way. Thanks for uh, having me on the podcast. Uh, as George said, we go back a, a long way. Although I'm a little miffed because I just learned just tonight on this podcast, he's actually been reading my blog and being motivated by it. You'd think he would come to church and talk to me about it, <laughs> pick up the phone, you know, give me a little encouragement back, but no. Um, <laughs> The, the, the difficult part for me in this story is that people are being motivated and encouraged by me and it feels weird to say that about yourself, but I know it's it's true and they they don't they look at the transformation and I, I look at the cause that I needed to transform right okay. So this time last year or right around April, uh, I was 336 pounds um, 56 then I'm 57 now my A1C had hit 11.2 for those who aren't familiar with, you know, the numbers, diabetes starts at six, five. Okay. 11.2 is in the, you're going to go blind and lose your feet and, you know, have a heart attack range. I mean, it's really serious. And I, I've known people had even higher, but it's yeah, in
1: if the, I could jump into it real quick. So yeah. So the A1C is kind of how doctors measure your uh, treatment, right? How compliant you are with, therapy and treatment. So to Lee's point, um, the lower you, uh, that number is, the better. So uh, 11 is not good, as Lee said. So,
2: 11 is not good at all. And so, you know, and George known me long enough. So 10 years ago, I was 315, lost 80 pounds. I've looked for it everywhere. Couldn't find it. No. <laughs> I, hilarious. Uh, uh, but, you know, I, I, I went from extra, extra large, tall to large and you know people were encouraged by me i was feeling you know about as good as a person could feel about themselves and then and he looked good in the next too. nine years gained it all back and then 20 more um and so you know i knew what to do i mean all of these nine years i put it on the weight, i knew what to do and you think it's bad to gain weight imagine having lost all that weight thrown away or given away all your clothes i'm never going to be fat again and then not only are you getting fat but you're having to rebuy all those clothes because like every 25 pounds is a whole new need for a wardrobe right <laughs> my wife is like why are you buying clothes okay i can't fit my clothes so i've i do not in any way represent a paragon of, of virtue and discipline um you know I say that because a lot of people who are going to be listening are where I was a year ago. Mm -hmm. And I hear constantly, I wish I had your discipline. I wish I had your motivation. Uh, And I'm like, wow, if I, if I had all that, then how did I get morbidly obese to begin with? And then having gone through all the work it took to, to get fit, I mean, fit, I I had, I had a little bit of muscles, you know, (laughs) um, And then have it happen again. That's not the sign of someone who you know is super disciplined. Um, so I say that because I do want people to be motivated. I do want people to know that no matter where they're starting from or how many times they failed before, it's still your life. You got to get on the horse. You got to you know work to improve. And what's happened in the year? So that was April uh, last year. I am down seventy pounds as of this morning. Now, I'm in the middle of a fast, and we'll get to that. So, you know, 10 of that will come right back as soon as the fast is over. But still, 60 pounds is pretty good. Eight and a half inches off my waist. I am off trilicity, Metformin, and Glipizide. And I was scheduled to go on insulin. And that was, again, the, the big kicker that I, I finally needed to, to get on it. Um, I'm off all the meds, never did need to go on insulin. And I have had an A1C below 6.5, so in other words, non-diabetic since july of last year
1: well lee so it's I'm, been around six right here. give yourself credit man it's been below six as i recall
2: it's it's it's, it's the at, at the last reading it was five eight yeah i'm expecting five two at my next reading so you know it's but you know i'm, I'm gonna let it happen and then i'll claim it it has you know i got you. At my next reading i should be in the normal range you know in other words i'm Pre-diabetic now, or as I call it, post-diabetic, because I'm I'm you know I'm going the the other way. So, um, and I almost say more importantly, but because you're getting off of diabetes is hugely important. So it's hard to say more important, but I feel awesome. I wish I could take people and put them in a day of me last April and how I felt. Right, because for me it was never about being fat. I wasn't fat growing up, so I don't have any of the mental issues that come with being fat—the the self-esteem, all that stuff. I don't have any of it. You know, I got married before I got fat. <laughs> you know, um, and uh, that's a sad sign about I think about being a husband. But I'm just saying, being fat didn't bother me. Um, but I was getting old. I'm 57. You guys are a little
0: older. We're we're um, we're both born the same year, probably the same month. Um, all right. So you know, yes. but you know, I I have to just re- just slow down a minute because I want to get to the question of that pivoting Perfect. point. And it sounds like you had a visit with your doc, even though you'd yep. already went up and down and up and down. It came to April. Yep. Maybe you realized after seeing the things that happened in COVID and you saw different things, different, maybe been to a few funerals and maybe it was more real for you in April of 2021 that you're like, OK, all right, I can do this. And I certainly don't want to go on insulin and things like that. Um, is that kind of the, some it of the influences there? It was absolutely a health
2: scare. Absolutely. It was all about being terrified of going blind because okay. that's a primal fear. I've had bad eyes my whole life. You know, ten years ago, I had a bad night in the hospital. And that is what clued in that I wasn't going to die young. See, I was prepared to die young. Mm -hmm. I had insurance. You know, it's a stupid stupid way of thinking. But the thought of living sick, that's what dawned on me that horrible night in the hospital was I'm not going to die young. I'm just going to be sick. And that was the first transformation. And, and, and again, I lost the fear because I lost all the weight. I started feeling good. The fear went away. Um, and so in April the fear hit again because 112 I knew it was really bad and mm-hmm. um, I had been having blurry vision in the morning
1: mm-hmm. and
2: you know within 30 seconds or so it would clear up. it just just a, a switch went on in my head. Oh my gosh, that's diabetes, you know. So it really was. and it was a night it was an instant decision. I mean, I didn't look back, right? I mean, I had been trying to get on track for the nine years, right. Not every day, obviously, or else I, you know, I would wouldn't have got there. But you know, I, I never could. I, I couldn't get myself to do the good that I knew to do. And that day at the o- doctor's, where I saw that it just there's a light switch that went on, and you know, I didn't look back. Um, now, if I could have known how much better I could feel, mm-hmm. I would have done all these things much much sooner. And that's the message I I tell
0: people. Lee, I think you'll find that we all, that's one of the part of the story is that some of the greatest benefits aren't even visual or a matter of looking at the scale. It's how great you feel. So, I mean, that's so amazing within itself. Now, for for our listeners, you're listening to uh, Fun, Fit and Fasting podcast with George Chandler and Dwayne Golden. And we have a special guest today. We have Lee Harrington, the man who brought us the Harrington principle. The Harrington <laughs> principle called Eat My Own Fat. It's a pretty cool thing. I think of like Pac-Man when I hear that. I wanted to, to um, just clarify something. It's unique. I think not only do you feel good, it shows in your, I don't know if your complexions changed here but I look at your before and after pictures on your uh, blog and I say even your complexion has changed. The, the the amount of blood flow in your skin and so forth, everything seems to have changed just from the outside looking in. And I think that's something we all have experienced when we make that big change. So for our listeners, if you're hearing this, Lee is not extra special in that God loves him That's more than right. he loves the rest of us. He is a special dude, but he's not special. Hey, he's special. For... He's special. All right. He's special. <laughs> but this can work for you. Don't be unencouraged. It happens right. if you're a man or a woman, a child or um, a teenager or older, we can make uh uh, purposeful changes that will help us and so that's what fun fit and fasting is all about even if you don't know what the numbers mean the most important things you would have heard today isn't his numbers from his a1c or any any other of his numbers the best thing you could hear is how he feels now and the fact that he doesn't have to go on insulin and has already been removed from the diabetic pills sometimes it's not even scientific and you can hear that right here at fun and fasting with Dwayne gold and george chandler and our special guest lee harrington george has brought us a guest today who really uh after reading the blog i could have just brought his blog on to the podcast and we could have just talked to the blog because it's that good and so tell us a little bit about your blog you started a blog um if you could tell us a little about what inspired you to start this blog and then how can people get to it so they can come out and follow you and know more about how they can see what's going on with the harrington crew
2: it's uh less of lee I'm trying to lose weight to be I less. Cool. I like
0: it. I like
2: it. WordPress.com, and because the because I started it ten years ago. Um, I, I told you that I had the bad night in the hospital, and right. the next day I'm like, I started the blog. I told all my friends before I lost a pound, before I'd had any success whatsoever. I wanted to box myself in. So I figured if I put it out there, then I wouldn't quit. I'm not recommending that as a a method, Mm -hmm. but for my personality, uh, that worked. So everything, if you went, you know, blogs are in reverse order, right? You go there, you see the most recent articles. But if you went back and read mine in in order, you'd see me starting at 315, losing all the weight and all the lessons that I was learning. Because I I basically write the blog for me, right? I, I... I learn, and I I write. That other people can get benefit from it is really the bonus. Um, well, I, I get the benefit.
0: Lee, you get the benefit. I never heard of you or met you, right? You didn't know that. However, I, as I was talking about, be right when the before we went on air and started recording, I did mention that about a hundred and two days ago, of the influence of someone who your blog did influence. Mm-hmm who let me know that I could even go into a greater uh, challenge of trying Keto. He was influenced by your blog, and I'm thinking it's for women, that's not for me, because nothing tastes good when you do that stuff. And he's like, oh, no, 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 you're wrong, you don't know, you can do this. That was some of the inspiration of this blog. Now that I've actually gone and seen it myself, isn't it interesting that he told me that but never sent me to your blog? I didn't get it until before this He was, trying
2: to, he was trying to hoard information and <laughs> money from the sole source.
0: No, it's didn't good even stuff. You're getting up on me. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are we are George because you are you're the man, the myth and the legend. Yeah, right. And awesome. yeah, I love George. As we think about your blog, tell us a little bit about this eat my eat my own fat. I think that's great. I call that the Harrington principle. Um, Instead of doing what much of America does, we're all told by nutritionists and personal trainers that we're supposed to burn calories. We're supposed to eat all, you know, get a lot of calories, eat every two hours, and we burn those calories right back off. That's the
2: worst. That's just terrible, terrible.
0: But Uh, tell us about the Harrington Principle.
2: By the way, for the people listening, Dwayne just coined that term himself. I've never (laughs) called these the Harrington Principles. Um, But when you're fasting, because people will, will. well, because again, not only do I have my blog, I participate on a couple of Facebook groups that have like a hundred thousand participants, and so I'm out there and I get pushback, and I love it. I mean, I, I'm the kind of guy. I'm like a Michael Jordan. You insult me, and it just fuels me. I'm really going to dunk on you now, not that I could ever dunk a ball. But um, the people are afraid of fasting, and. It's incredibly healthy. I mean, we can go into that wise, uh, maybe another episode, but uh, look up Dr. Jamnadas on YouTube. Uh, He's got, it's really long, but it's awesome. And when I try to explain to people, I'm not going without food. I'm just not eating. I'm eating my own fat. I have copious amounts of fat, which means it's food I've already eaten. That was stored away for winter or famine, but winter and famine never arrived. So in order for me to eat my fat, I have to not eat any further food. When you have that mindset, because people are, oh, you're going to get malnourished. Do you realize how long I would have to fast to get malnourished? (laughs) I mean, yes, if you take a uh, 20-year-old draftee in the military and, you know, they're not fat at all, and then you fast them, or you know prison camps, I mean, yes, you can get to the point, but you have to get rid of all this fat. Before so, that happens, yes. You start becoming malnourished. Now, you want salt, and you want copious water, uh, and I take my multivitamin, not because I believe I need to when I'm on a five-day fast, but anyhow, um, so that's my my mindset. I'm not going without food. I'm just going without eating. I'm eating my own fat.
0: What you're and listening to is Lee Harrington of, are you in the Chicago area, Lee?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, in uh, greater Chicago, who has had his own battles for about a 10 or 11 years and has really hit a pivoting point as of April, 2021. Yeah. Lee has found a sweet spot. He's dropped by 70 pounds or so. It looks great. Uh, we'll show you, for those who are on video podcasts, you'll be able to see on the screen the before and after, what amazing uh, feat the hair for you! And um, I do have a question for both you and George as we sit here. I uh, I have learned that in this whole quest for wellness and being healthy, that I had to get to a point where I really didn't give much of any care about what someone's quote-unquote expert opinion is about me whether i'm fasting or eating something different or i've decided you know i'm not going to like i stopped eating bread and sugar well if you say it in front of the wrong person they're gonna tell you oh you're gonna you're gonna get oh. sick you should have talked to your yeah, doctor yeah, yeah. they're gonna tell you that everyone's they're experts right and so an have either of you guys got to a point where you said you know what i just don't care i'm not even going to tell you when you say wow what are you doing i'm just like oh I'm just doing some stuff tell me about yourself what? let's start with you Hi, george So, um, yeah, I mean, I I will still
1: tell people, but, you know, like you said, I I really don't care what they think. And if they challenge it, then I'd say, so, you know, do the research, right? Right. So there's a lot of evidence-based medicine, as I'll say, where there's a lot of studies, stuff that support keto diet as one option and intermittent fasting as a way to get healthier, like Leah's already talked about. So, um,
0: and the beauty I, I think the. <laughs> the so, you thing. don't tell them to eat your fat, right? Uh, no. <laughs> That's Lee's <No>. thing. <laughs> yeah. no. Those might be
1: fighting words to some people. I know. It's
2: like, what? You? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I tell sorry. people I'm eating my fat. Other than right. rubbing George's belly and saying, what are you going to do about this at church? I do not go up to people and say, you look kind of fat. Why don't you just eat your own fat? And I don't do that.
0: but if they make you angry by judging you you don't tell them eat your fat right
2: (laughs) no uh well i i thrive off of 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 a challenge so i that's a a a character defect really so i'm the kind of guy that can be in in a room with 200 people against me and and i'll be ready to take on all comers that's just you know my nature i i have to stop seeking out confrontation Uh, Mm um so I don't have a problem. Uh, you, I get it all the time. Like I said, I'm on a forum with a hundred thousand members. Right uh, now, hundred thousand people don't write, you know, but plenty do. And I just block I mean, you get to say one rude thing to me. Right? Yeah. The moment don't you me. do, I block you to keep me not from hearing, to keep me from responding because I I have a mean streak. I don't know if George has seen it yet, but I I
0: heard, I heard. No, I'm
2: kidding. I'm kidding. I do. I have an ungodly part of my character and I will say cruel and mean things when someone says, you know, uh, I'm trying to, I'm editing my words. I really want to say, but, but you got to know you, Right. right? If you're not like me, then don't be public with what you're doing because you will hear from everybody that what you're doing is going to kill you. Right. I don't care when you're eating chips and 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 uh, drinking, you know, full sugar pop and gaining weight. Almost yeah. nobody is like, oh, we can't have fat shame. We can't tell anybody that what they're doing is hurting them. But the moment you try to do any form, you you know, and vegans get it too. Now they're yeah. obnoxious in their own right. They deserve it. <laughs> I'm kidding, vegans. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> uh, um, no, no matter what you would do, whether it's yeah. keto, whether it's the Mediterranean diet, no matter what you do, right? There are going to be people who think it's wrong, and so
0: you're not any evidence or anything, just their opinion. You know, well, so so as the saying goes, right? Haters are going to hate, right? So right. you know, so it's it's
1: unfortunate, but that's the world we live in. Unfortunately, well, you,
2: and you got to work it out for yourself. That's you know right. the um Like. Uh, this whole thing about fasting, I didn't fast 10 years ago when I lost all that weight. I wouldn't be fasting now if I didn't need to, right? You know, this month I'm on carnivore, I would have started that if I didn't, you know, I do what you need. Like, if eating everything in moderation was all I needed to do to lose all this weight and get healthy, why sure I would choose that? So, I tell people, start with that, you know, yes, sir. Stop Keep doing the simple. stupid stuff. Get rid of your sugared sodas and the ice creams and the candy bars stuff. You you know every healthy diet tells you not to eat. Start there, and eat everything. Just eat less of it. You know that's a good place to start. I happen to think keto is a great uh, way to to get healthy and lose weight. Um, it's not a great starting point. I, got, I gotta be honest with you. I don't think it's a
0: great starting point. I. I've been doing it three years now, I'm just now getting to keto. It's hard enough to stop my potato chips and my donuts and my pie. That's hard enough. And the sugar, I gotta stop the sugar too? I mean, that's a huge ask. And then to go right into keto, I think it's, it's setting some up for failure. I love your, what you're saying, because I had to lose 47 pounds first, right? And then, of course, when I hit a new set point and I can't go much lower,
2: did you try it's exactly
0: next? what you're saying there i had to find ways to do something different and that yeah. knocked off another 28 pounds just by switching to keto now i don't know what's next if i've got to all of a sudden start walking in my hands everywhere i don't know <laughs> what the answer is to go further but um if you're hearing an interview with lee Harrington, um one who's been on the road for a while with uh the idea of living healthy losing weight or weight management and he's does a lot of cool stuff. What's really neat is he has a simple perspective and that is keep it simple. Just start off simple, do what you can do and you can grow and mature in this idea of wellness and you can add more as you go along. And as we talk to Lee um, out of the greater Chicago area, he has a blog. We wanna make sure that you can um, certainly look on the screen and then for those who are in the audio podcast, you will hear it again, what his blog is. Lee, as I think about the idea of what it means to be a family man. I George is a husband and father. I'm a husband and father. Oh, yeah, yeah, husband and father, and three daughters. You are as well. Um, talk a little bit about how you do this, and you don't disrupt or try to force it on your family, or you know, tell us a little bit about that because our listeners are going to want to know how can I do this without you know making my family hate me, want to throw me out, how, <laughs> or how That's do I do it without question. becoming becoming a you know, a bully and trying to force everyone to do my thing. Talk to us about that.
2: that so my kids are grown. So this time around is certainly much easier. Good so 10 years. ago, So let me back up to the to the transmission 10 years ago. That's more relevant. So, you know, I had uh, uh, kids, teenagers at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't try to make them eat the way I eat. You know, I would feel bad. I'm eating healthy food and they're eating crap. <laughs> but uh, I did have a supportive, did do have a supportive mm-hmm. wife. Uh, she was supportive then and still, uh, and we went through it together. So she was, we were both, uh, eating the same kinds of food, but you can't wait or depend on other people. Right. If you're depending on other people for how you eat, stop. That's right. You know, but I, one of my phrases is start where you are and make progress.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> but you can't make progress for anybody but yourself. And so uh, my youngest has actually moved back home for uh, a time. It mm-hmm. happens, right? Um, and now we got stuff in the house that for the last year
1: <laughs> has we not didn't been have in the there. house.
2: I can <laughs> tell people, again, you, I, I got my Lee-isms, uh Harrington's principles, but the I don't have infinite amounts of self-control. But if you use self-control at the right time, so when you go to this shopping – you only need an hour of self control to get past all the food you shouldn't eat and not buy it. Right. If you do that for just an hour, when you get home, the rest of the week you don't need willpower to not eat the food. But A now good. I got mac and cheese and <laughs> you know, everything in my house that I love to eat. Now mm. I'm not going to say to my daughter, who I'm glad is home, right? right? And I want her to, to feel welcomed. I mean, she's regathering her life, right? You don't come back home as an adult unless there's things to regather from, and she is. Sure. So the last thing I want to do is put my dietary restrictions on her. Um, so you have to be an adult. You have to, the presence of donuts doesn't mean you have to eat one. Amen. Right? You Amen. can't say, oh, I can't eat, right? Because when I go to the office, there's donuts in the meeting. You do not have, you do not have to pick up a donut. You don't have to eat just because something's there. So right, right. Um, as a parent, depending on what age, right? You want your kids to eat healthy. You're learning about it. You're trying to change it. But my kids were pretty, already pretty old. Like, you know, had I been this way, I would have raised my kids to never eat junk food. Um, but you know, that wasn't how I raised them. And so I lost you there, uh, Dwayne. One moment. Oh, okay. So anyway, that's, that's, that's how I, I, it's a, it's a challenge. I mean, people say to me all the time, you know, uh, like all I can say is that if someone else is shopping for you and they won't buy you the foods that you need to eat, then go shop for yourself. If something, if someone else is cooking for you and they won't cook what you need to eat, cook for yourself.
1: That's right. You know,
2: I mean, it just some things you just got to do. You you're filled with excuses. I have excuses, too. And it's all about progress, not perfection. Another one of my treasured phrases. You can't do everything overnight. And um, I'm further enough in my journey that it's already some people are looking like I'm an alien. You know, um, because they can't relate. And what I keep saying is that it's just you start where you are and you make progress. And I say, how much more? A little more. How much further? A little further. Right? So what I'm doing now is stuff that that some people simply couldn't do. But guess what? I couldn't do it a year ago either. You couldn't do it 11 years ago. So the cool thing is one
0: little bit at a time. That's Uh, right. As we, as we talked to Lee Harrington, I wanted to make sure we can come down to the idea of like, first of all, most people, the idea of needing 70 pounds, they're like, oh, I only need 40 before this wedding I have to go to, but 70? So maybe I can do it. There are others that are like, I need to lose 100, but if I can get to 70, I know I can get to 100. There's different stories. So let's talk a little bit about goals, right? Or goal setting. I know for. For each of us, it's going to be different. I'm going to give an example, and then I'm going to talk to you and George and get some feedback for our listeners so they can find out, not only is this stuff possible if you apply it, but it's a po- it's possible for anyone who would dare endeavor um, to just start moving forward. For me, I had a goal. I wanted to get, my original was to get to 165. Um, I was at 215, and I got down to the 167 for like two days and then i just maintained 175 to 180 and then of course by the time george talked to me about your blogger keto i i was at 188 now i'm at 160 162. my goal now i went and looked online and saw that for my height the perfect weight for me it is a guy that's 5'7 be about 159 like i want i want to go there but i don't want to look sickly and blah 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 but that's the goal right so i've got three more pounds i just got to maintain it once i'm there everybody's different so as we have listeners i would like to know a little bit about your goals i know you've got you guys have made some progress and let's start with you george and then if you could lee take us home with your goal we know what you 70 pounds right we know you're doing some really cool stuff but where are you going and because that's important most people that are listening they have goals some are linear very short short goals they have a wedding a graduation they've got something coming up and that's all they need to do is fit the suit or fit the dress but there are some who just want to be healthy because they're aging talk to us george chandler where you headed buddy yeah so you know i think you bring up some really
1: good points you know it's about weight and uh well it's not about weight is what i'm trying to say but people focus a lot on that i think a lot of it has to do with you know okay how much you weigh how tall you are bmi You know, I I don't necessarily put a whole lot of stock in those numbers, I'll say Mm -hmm. some stock, right, but like I think measuring your waist, right, Mm -hmm. like around your navel. So, I mean, if, if you're 250 pounds and you've got a 28 inch waist, I mean, I think you're good. You're gonna look a little (laughs) funny, right? Yeah, right. So, uh, 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 again, so you know, I I have my goals. Um, I I am about 40 pounds away from mine, so I still am on my
0: journey, even Um, though it's not about the pounds, it has more to do with your health. But you're using that as a measure, correct? Okay, correct.
1: Yes, yes, so, um so Lee's A1C is, is better than mine. So my goal also is to get to where it's in the normal range. Okay. So uh, those are the things that I'm kind of looking at.
0: So okay. more than necessarily a, a weight per se. Do you believe before uh, Lee answers, do you believe that the idea, you know, when I was in the army, um, you guys are probably both air force, but I was in the army and my first sergeant would tell me, A hey, Golden, if you aim at nothing, you're going to hit it every time. Amen. And it's so important to have a specific target, whatever that target is, because then your brain can participate and you're likely to get there. But if you just randomly, hey, I'm just trying to eat healthy. Right. You really it's hard to have measurable differences and or make progress. So out of curiosity, do you find that just putting the 40 pounds or even though it's not about the weight makes it easier to you for you to stay on track? Or oh, yeah, really?
1: absolutely. So, you know, and. Lee and I have talked about this offline and Dee, I know you and I have as well. You know, it's, it's about trying to get that, uh, well, not about trying, but it's getting that immediate feedback, right? Yeah. So that is incredibly important. And there's a, a myriad ways you can do that, right? As far right. as how you achieve that, but getting feedback to know that you are on the right track. And yes, we all slip up, everybody knows that. And you know, you're, you're human, it's okay, but as Leah's already said, so uh, I'm paraphrasing here. But basically, what you do is you start, you know, you get back on the horse and you keep going. Mm-hmm. So um,
0: that's it. Yeah, that's it. So goal setting's important, Lee. And you could use some of your Lee verbs in this whole process. You know, <laughs> um, it doesn't matter to us. But talk to us the goals. You no, know, you didn't just 70 pounds is a lot, bro. It's like you lost another human being, right? It's like you yeah. literally cut out. A ten-year-old, and put him on the side. So that's a lot. Now, that's that's on the waist to get to somewhere, or is well, that of just I mean, okay? Tell us about it.
2: Cause, you know I'm, you know I tell people I'm not healthy. I'm less unhealthy. Right, so if you're if you're in a sports car and you're driving 180 miles per hour, mm-hmm. and you slow down to 140, mm-hmm. you've done a good thing. But you're still going 140 miles an hour. It's still very very dangerous you can't get down to 55 unless you go to 140, 120, Hello. 100, right? Okay. Okay. Yes. But you've got to understand you're still in the danger zone. So I can't go – look at all these wonderful things I've done for my health over the last year. I'm still in the danger zone. And, and I, I think weight – you can't avoid having goals for weight, but I think it's the worst goal. Yeah. Because some of the things that you want to do for your health increase your weight. Like putting on muscle increases your weight. Getting your right. bones stronger increases your weight. So you got to scale. It's the easiest thing in the world to measure. And 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 I and I had my goals. So I had three goals starting out with.
1: Okay. I wanted
2: to, and they're all the top goal is to get healthy. Okay. Then you want to break it down because that's too too vague, right? And I wanted to. Um, I didn't know it was called putting diabetes into remission. that actually kind of Formed about six months later, but I wanted to put my diabetes in remission. I wanted to get off all my meds and get my A1C below the diabetic level. You know that one I've achieved. Um, I wanted to be able to exercise vigorously for an hour. Okay, I don't want to run a marathon, but I want to play basketball. I want to. I want to be able to be you know, like vigorous. Yeah, I hit that just not that long ago. And my third one was to get down to 250. Go ahead, George. No,
1: so, you know, Lee, you brought up a really good point. And again, I give Lee credit for this. So again, in following Lee's blog, he talks about, again, this is just one of the, this is the fun part, I think, you know, you're exercising and having fun. So Lee, and and he, he, I just recently told him about this. He was the impetus of me buying an Oculus. So uh, Supernatural is is the one. Yeah, so the thing is fun, it's enjoyable, um you, you're burning calories um so I, I credit lee for that so but th- that's the fun part of you know this whole journey that we're on in my opinion so,
0: well you but- know i think we're gonna we we're probably can peel back the layers of this onion for quite some time i find that and maybe it's just because of where i live or maybe i'm not as in touch as much because oculus sounds great but um Part of the problem for me when the wait started, it started when I was about 38, 39. I got to a point in my life. It got so busy that I hired someone, someone, we paid someone to do the lawn. We paid someone to clean the pool. We paid someone to do this, pay, go take so pay someone to pay, do the car lot. Oh, we got to do what? Let's call somebody in the phone book. Have them come move that stuff out of the basement take it there. Before you know it, our busy, And privileged life is part of what's killing us and puts us on this track to gaining an average of, you know, God knows how many, uh, five to 10 pounds a year. And then before you know it, 15 years goes by and all of a sudden nothing makes sense. And so one of the things I found that is fun is like today, you know, we we stopped, we, you know, we have a company used to come and cut the grass, but the last couple of weeks, now we're talking about like an acre. So I did insist on doing it all by hand. (laughs) So today in about three hours, I was done, but all the calories I burned, the steps, I was drenched. I can't remember the last time I burned that that type of energy, that type of fat. And here's what's really cool. I'm in ketosis and I burned that kind of fat. In the old days, like you guys, I played basketball full court games until we got unseated. Oh, yeah. We would play all day. And then yeah. back in my thirties, I could do that, but I haven't yeah. been busy since. And that's where how I got fat. So the goal for was, to be able to get to a point where I can enjoy my life with my kids and play yeah. ball and do stuff again. But what's cool about it now is, just by letting go of some of these things that I used to pay everybody else to do, it's a shame, it's a Western world thing. much of the world still does their own thing. And if, By the way, here's, this one's gonna get you. If we go to the mall or the grocery store, by the way, I'm gonna ask a lot of you listeners to think about this for a minute. My wife and I, we try to find the furthest parking space <laughs> in any lot, raining or shine. <laughs> Always take that one. And when we go to the grocery store, we try to go down every aisle, even if we're going for one thing, just to make sure we get as much. Use our body. We stop using our bodies by the time we hit 40, and we're just now starting to use it again. We have to get back, hey, where we can, hey, start, you, you know, show. leveraging. So as we think That's about cool. goals, Lee Harrington, you've inspired me. Okay, you're younger, right? You got a lot of hair and all that stuff. Like, you just, all the stuff to make you younger. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you, you're an inspiration. I know I'd, I'm excited about your 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 goal, but you didn't really tell us what that end goal was because I want to make sure we bring you back. I sure. want people to be able to follow you besides tracking your your well, those blog. Are your
2: goals, I mean, you know, to to your better health. You, you said your
0: first one was what? Be I don't have.
2: Yep. to be able to exercise vigorously for an hour. Okay and to get down to 215 fifteen. Two 215 okay now, but mind you you have to have a lot more little goals mm-hmm. right? oh yeah because those big goals don't happen in a day they don't happen in a week and anybody that would read my blog man i am crowing about the latest thing that i improved in the latest change you know it's been a year now so now i do a lot of pictures of me this year in this shirt versus me in the same shirt a year ago i mean People got to think, well, Lee is so stuck on himself. No, this is what I do to motivate me. I am exactly. for victory after victory. So if I'm not losing weight, I, I went through a five-month stall. I mean, it just broke in June. So for five months, I'm doing all that I do. We haven't even talked about fasting yet, but I'm fasting 18 hours a day, five days once a month. I'm, I'm low carb. Uh, I thought I was keto, but I've learned I wasn't. Uh-huh. Um, we can talk about that maybe in another episode. But <laughs> the point is... I was still working hard, and the, the weight wasn't budging. And the one place that I measure on my around the belly button, right, because that's what you know, that wasn't budging either. But I, someone else to look, Lee, I can see the changes. So I went, and took a picture of me from January, and then a picture of me recently, and I put them side by side. My belly's lifting, my overhang, which you can't measure, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> It was lifting up. I'm seeing parts I haven't seen in a long while. I see that my fat folds have fat folds. Um, So I'm not saying don't have goals. I'm saying have a lot of goals. Don't go by just weight. Don't go by just how much you can bench press. You know, uh, I I work on my sleep. I work on, you know, I want my – Cholesterol to come down. I want my triglycerides over HDL to improve. I want all of these things. In in, in essence, goals give
0: birth to new goals, which gives birth to yes. new goals, which gives Absolutely. birth to new goals. But you can still have the primary ones there.
2: Keep in you mind, you got to you got to. I'm sorry, but the thing with the weight, which is why I don't like it as a goal, even though I have it. I'm being a hypocrite. Is it's not under your control as much as you think it is. And it's well, but still, you
0: got to have a baseline of measurement. I don't think it's about that. It may seem very vain to me. What I'm hear going it.
2: with is you, you have the goal, and from the goal, you get your action items, right? How am I going to get to that goal? Yes. Sometimes you don't hit that goal, but you're doing the action items, okay? The, the supportive weight, behaviors
0: that help you to reach that goal.
2: Right. But if you just click on the weight, you'll you'll doubt your actions. You'll say, fasting isn't working because I didn't lose weight this week or this month. That's where I'm going with that. You you can't be clued in on just that one metric. Mm-hmm. It's the sure. easiest goal to have and we all wanna lose weight. I don't wanna lose weight, I wanna lose fat, okay? And sometimes you lose fat and guess what? Your body sucks up water and puts it in those fat cells. And therefore you don't realize the benefit of having lost the fat just yet because your body's holding on to it. That's what I mean by saying it, everything isn't under your control when it comes to weight.
0: But uh, also, I want to add want something to, to weight, that,
2: these are action items.
0: as you talk about that, keep, and, and when our listeners are recognize this, you literally can have the exact same weight, period, for two or three months, and then still lose two or three inches. And so your body shifts. It's asympathetic, yeah. It's by nature. And so he's everything Lee's saying, uh, the Lee verbs, they're absolutely spot on. And so we still, even though we use it as a measure, it's not 100% reliable as as an isolated goal. Right. It's just one to keep in mind that it will happen now. What's beautiful about this is, I can give you my own experience. My wife and I was like, man, I can't, I was stuck. Remember Leo, I mean, um, George, I was telling you, I can't get past 167. Even though I was stuck there, I'm like, oh crap. All the room I had in that shirt, I couldn't button it in church two weeks ago. Now I got space and right. it's like, but I still weigh 167. <gasps> There's that water. There's that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. There's that. Uh, the shape shifting. Muscle. So yeah, you're, muscle. Yeah, yep.
2: I saw your guns. Oh, like, yeah, mine aren't as impressive as yours yet, but yeah, I'm working on it
0: <laughs> No, but it's it's exciting, Lee. I I personally, as we do have to come to a close. I love, uh, being able to talk about this stuff with, uh, George every week. But I love your energy. I love your story. I can't wait to track it all the way to 215, and um. At the same token, I noticed on your blog, uh, a lot of our listeners don't, aren't aware of it, but we, we use a lot of tools to help us with these oh, goals yeah. as well. And so we have our fasting tools. You said talking about fasting. I personally have been fasting now, uh, I think for 102 days, uh, 20 hours a day for 102 days. You don't have to do that, by the way. And it's a matter right. of just getting started. I, that's me three years later. It's, I'm just here to talk about the tools. I use a fasting app. There are apps that will help you. Many of you aren't sure what to eat. If there are healthy things, you can find it on TikTok or Instagram. There is the biosensor feedback to find out if you're in ketosis that George uses. There's a lot of tools out here. We try to include some of these in the description. If you're listening on uh, Amazon, Pandora, any of those, we try to put a lot of our resources right there in the description as well. Be sure to use it. It's, we can't do it alone. And as Thomas Morton said, no man is an island. And because of that, we require the inspiration and the great words and the isms of guests like Lee Harrington, of the great George Chandler, and many others who you will hear from. Thank you, first of all, George, for the amazing introduction. And um, I'd like, if you don't mind, I'd like to have you back in like even a week if you're okay with it, uh, sure. Lee, because I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the fasting part because we are fun and fit and fasting. And there are some things that people need to be freed, you know, and not yeah. so restricted with the idea that I have to do 18, I have to do 20. I have to. We want to talk about that with you, right, George? Absolutely. And um, I want to thank you and see if you have anything more you would like to share with our listeners. And when you do share that, give them your pot, your uh, blog one more time.
2: Sure. It's less of Lee because I'm trying to lose weight. So less, less of, Lee? of Lee. There's less of Lee around. Dot WordPress, dot com. And uh, thank you guys for having me on. Uh, George, hope to see you in person at church real soon.
1: Hey, so, you know, in my defense, right? So uh, <laughs> I am trying to, so knock on wood, I have not got COVID. So uh, I have uh, had but multiple COVID tests and every one of them has been negative. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a little gun shy because I cannot afford to be sick. So that's uh-huh. my and I'm I sticking to it, it. But, but, but
0: virtual, I, I love services, watch it. And so, yeah, so. Okay, I thought maybe you were afraid that, you know, cause what Lee already said, when he's in church, if he sees that big belly poking out, just start <laughs> rubbing it and trying to see if he can help you deliver or something. So if that's what it is, don't be ashamed. <laughs> Tell us you don't want him doing that.
2: But well, I do want people to know, you can enjoy the journey. Matter of fact, yeah, you need to put effort in to find the journey, find the oh, joy. It's for you, in. right? Right, right. Yeah. In other words, George ended up liking what I liked in terms of of the virtual reality headset. Yeah. And ninety nine point nine percent of the people are not going to want one of those or Correct. get one. That's totally fine. You don't need to find what's fun for me. You need to find what's fun for you. Amen. Make food that you enjoy. And, it, you, you, you know, I'll, we'll save it for a whole other podcast. I'm just saying it's – I am loving my life. I'm not just loving the results. I'm enjoying the process. Amen. And it takes effort to get there because yeah. you know, changing what you eat is not fun. You're exercising when you haven't been is not instantly fun. You know? In fact,
0: it's so not fun it makes George fun. angry. George gets hangry, angry, if he doesn't have some popcorn within a two weeks oh, <laughs> crazy. Anyway, thank you for so being here. So he just Lee. said that because he <laughs> knows that's my weakness. <laughs> hey, you guys, I want to make sure it's clear. You guys heard it, Less of Lee at wor- Wordpress.com. This guy, um, I love the You're a great writer, by the way. I don't know if anyone talks to you about thank that you. or not. You're a really good writer. I love to, it's easy to follow um thank you for bringing us some value today on the fun fit and fasting podcast looking forward to talking to you again in just another week in the meantime god bless you you and your family your daughter your wife and your you have a son or whatever whoever's in your household god bless you three Three daughters daughters. three daughters on behalf of Fun fit and fasting podcast we wish you and yours the greatest have a good night thanks guys Take take care